Just help us to expand your kingdom, Father, if that's your plan. We ask all these things in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. See, I can pray even under pressure, Ronnie. Under expecting, pressure. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting to pray. <laughs> Somebody go and bring out, break out. Somebody go and break out in song, <laughs> right? Did that man a lollipop? Well, it sounded like they were about to break out in song. You know, I'm just about to the point where I think, <laughs> from now on, I'm going to come in, not say a word, get my coffee, sit down, and wait and see who jumps on. I'll okay, wait a minute. Uh-huh. I'm on that. If yeah. I got bids on now, the bets, bets. I know we ain't supposed to be betting men, but you know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, because oh. you jumped on me before you even knew I was here. No, I. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, I, I haven't seen. What are you talking about? I haven't seen Chrome Dome yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that yeah. is true. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got a hat on. Mm, see, covered that shine. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, <clears throat> one is lower down, but probably the, the my free three fronts: uh, job, my marriage, and BRM, so Broken Record Ministries. Um, started with my job, and I could kind of kind of got away from it. You know, and it's got changes and stuff like that going on at my job and not really sure what the future is holding. And um, I was on track for a certain thing. And now it's all in limbo. And, you know, company's been bought by another company. They don't know who's going to be in charge, you know, just so that kind of stuff in corporate America. So kind of got me up in my feels a little bit. And unfortunately, we all know how I am. And I take stuff internally when I shouldn't and stuff. So it started making me feel less than worthy of my job and kind of. I let the devil in just a little bit with a C. See, it's not enough. What you're doing is not enough. You're not good enough. Um, I was able to bounce back pretty quickly, especially for me, from that, because I know I'm not in any way, shape, or form defined by my job. You know, it's a job. It's all it is, you know. Um, and then the next thing to hit was uh, a conversation with my wife. And... Um, I'd had a couple of things on my heart and I talked to her about it and in and, and the end of it with the feeling that the enemy was attacking me on the front of my job, I was still kind of in that feeling. And so then I felt kind of attacked on that. And then it was even to the point of I felt myself going back to the old me of making lists in my head of, oh, really? So now this isn't, you know, kind of along the same lines. The, oh, it's not enough now. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing good enough. I'm not, you know, oh, am I just screwing everything up again and, and all of this kind of stuff. So then we came, you know, last week we had an event and stuff and he was attacking me again. And it was one of those to where I was there and present, but felt separate. Nobody made me feel that way. I allowed the enemy to, to make me feel that way because I was right in the thick of everything. So, so you, you were the main hot dog driller, you know, up everything. I mean, you were all over the place. Yeah. And again, you know, in, internally and in, in a couple of guys, you, you okay? Yeah, all right. I'm fine. <laughs> you know, you went back right back to that. And then, uh, so then my wife and I decided we we're going to get away for the weekend. Um, and we just had a, you know, we went about an hour, hour and 15 minutes away and just had a good long talk on the way. And I kind of went through everything and she goes, well, I need you to tell me these things because if you're not letting me know what's going on here, then I can't, you know, help you in any way or suggest something or anything like that. And I said, well, it was kind of not trying to not, but not trying to be the same old person to where I just fired back with stuff you know, to where I don't just get angry at this or try to defend myself or any of these things that I've tried to get away from. So trying to give the, enough time to let God take it over without taking it back, but then still letting the devil in and letting him hit on those, you know, because it was, it was like a few days and it's like, okay, I'm just getting past this to where I could probably talk and have a level head and it's not going to turn into anything stupid. And then nope, and this is something else. Then you get past that and a few days later, and then oh, and then it's, by that point, strike three, it's done with it all. You know, done with it, you know, and, and stuff. And so, uh, and so I texted Ronnie and I said, hey, I think, I think this is a, a topic because I know that's where my heart's at. And I think there's a few other people sitting at the table that that's where their hearts are at and just not saying it. 
So I told Ronnie, I said, I want to do it raw and just let's get into it and let's talk about it and see how we're dealing with it and what we're doing. Well, since you put it that way, I had a guy text me today, said, well, I'm praying for you. And, you know, just stay on track and pretty much just told me that he was praying for me and wanted me to stay focused. Well, I texted him back. I told him it was an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was losing more ground than I was gaining. And I've been like that for about probably two months now. And I just can't seem to shake it. I can't seem to, uh, to pray it out. And I know, I know that, uh, you know, <clears throat> it all stems off. It all stems off of way back when, when I'm going to just put it this way. Satan's attacking a lot of marriages because he's trying to, he's trying to break what God's making perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one way to do that is put a wedge between you and your wife. Yep. Because, you know, me and my wife, we've been married, we've been married 40 years and that would be devastating if we got a wedge and we got broke, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, you know, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what she'd do because she's my world mm-hmm. and she always has been since Amen. I met her. But, uh, you know, um, ever since we've had that trouble, I've always had in the back of my mind that uh, I'm not adequate enough to be doing God's work. I'm mm. not equipped enough to do God's work. I'm not smart enough to be doing God's work. You know, the, the old the old stuff is flooding back in. And then thoughts was back when I first become a Christian and God said, hey, I want you to preach. Them are the thoughts that flooded in at that time. Now they're flooding in again. And I just can't. And I have I can't stop them. Mm-hmm. And I know I've prayed and I've I'm like, nope, Satan out of my life. But, man, he's just uh, he's like a pit bull. He just keeps he just keeps gnawing at me and putting his teeth in me. Mm-hmm. And I just can't I can't seem to shake him. You know, and, and I hate it. I hate it because one thing, I'm giving him too much credit. Yep. That's the problem. I'm allowing him, I'm allowing him to have all that credit. For one thing, I always say, okay, Satan, I know you're doing it. I know you're trying to defeat me. Even when I tell him to get behind me, man, it just seems like he just uh, pushes in harder. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I'm just feeling defeated, period. I mean, it just, uh, and maybe, maybe God's allowing me to feel this way because I'm actually doing a sermon on being defeated. So maybe, maybe God's like, Hey, maybe you need to live some of that out and Mm -hmm. see what it's really like, you know? So I've chalked it up as, as God He's there for me. I know that Mm -hmm. I know without a shadow of a doubt he is there. But maybe he's allowing me to fill these defeated areas so that sermon, whoever needs to hear that sermon, I can give it to him like he wants me to. Mm. You know, so it's a bittersweet thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know God's got my back, but yet, man, I just feel like I climb that hill. And the harder I climb, the further back I go. It just, 
like a revolving like stairs. You're, you're hitting them stairs, you know, and they just keep scrolling down. Yeah. It seems like the harder you climb, the faster them stairs go. The more you the more you claw, the more you dig, the dirt just gives way and you slide back right back down. That's the way I've been for probably six, seven weeks, maybe a couple months, possibly longer. I've just been suppressing it down. But it's getting so bad now that it's it's festering like a little cancer inside me. It's got to go. Yeah. And I'm glad this topic come up because I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be the topic that helps kill it out. Urban legend, Mike. <laughs> it's funny that this topic comes up <clears throat> because I like Mike. You like yeah. Mike? No, I do like Mike. Oh, okay. But Everybody Mike, likes Mike. Oh. In comparison to, therefore. <laughs> so uh, I, comma, uh, like Mike. Yes, if you want to be grammatically correct. Um, can we move on now? Squirrel. <laughs> I, I've been attacked at home, too, and have been for quite some time. Uh, I just had a massive blow up with my wife last night over a kit, over a litter box for cats. It was stupid. Cats? No, the litter box. The, the whole you topic, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Cats are wonderful creatures. They are. They're wonderful. Thank you. Anyway, I had some boys that I uh, hired to come over and clear out my garage so Ron could put up my new garage door opener because he couldn't get to it. And uh, anyway, I was out in that heat yesterday all day. I was hot and I was tired. I already knew the litter boxes needed to be cleaned. And for whatever reason, I told her, I said, honey, I don't feel like doing it tonight. And then she says, well, I don't, I know you don't feel like it, but think about the poor cats. If you had to go to the bathroom and went in there, it was all dirty. What would you do? I said, I'd probably go outside. She said, well, the cats don't have that option. So I was kind of, you know, being sarcastic with her, but I, I was a little rough and I didn't slow down and I, and it got a little heated and she says, boy, I can really see that Jesus coming out in you now, Mike. And then that really hit me. That hit me hard. I thought, Ooh. So I just finished part of Genesis. Again, I'm rereading the Bible. Part where Joseph goes to Egypt, you know, and how you behave when others aren't looking. Who And when you're behaving a certain way, who is looking? Are you showing a good example? And it hit me right then because I just read it. This is not the example I want to show my wife. Mm -hmm. Same token, though. That was a pretty low blow. Oh. That, that she said to you anyway. Or I would take it as a low blow. It, it, it hurt. That it hurt. But there's other issues that I'm not going to go into that I'm dealing with on that front. I'm just saying. And, you know, uh, like Mike, BMR is always on my mind because I'm, I'm an A-type personality. I like to run and run fast and hard. That's not how things work in a ministry like this. So I'm always thinking, well, I'm not really doing anything. What are we doing for anybody? So I'm always fighting that little little battle, you know. Um, because I feel like we should be doing something not every day, but have something planned that's coming up that we can that I can look for me. I have to have something to look forward to. That's just we do have something coming up. I know, but we have a big thing coming up. But I'm just saying I need a, an active role. You know, so yeah, I started questioning myself. Well, maybe I'm not surrendering everything. Maybe I'm not repenting for something. Those were my prayers last night. 
after she went to bed early, <laughs> quickly. Yeah. But uh, that's why I didn't get to see the football game, Micah. Uh, that going on, I, I couldn't say, excuse me, honey, but I need to turn the Chiefs on. <laughs> that wasn't going to work. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I'm at, you know, struggling the same way as Mike is. You can say what you want. Carl? I'm going to let somebody else go for now. Okay. I'll come back to you, though. Micah, I know pastors usually don't have anything attacking them. No. You're good on yeah. this one, I'm sure. It works one day yeah, you come you, out. You, you, you breeze right through that. Day and a half. Day and a half. We have Michael study on Wednesday, so it's a day and a half. Worse than a teacher. You gotta get the got to get the half credit on it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for your input. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think, you know, I've, I jokingly say a lot that I feel like a car stuck in the snow. You know, the wheels are turning fast, but you're not really going anywhere. And and that's just how I've, I kind of feel for a long time that um, I feel like we're moving fast. We are busy all day long, and then you sit down at the end of the day and you go, well, what did you really accomplish at the end of the day? Yep. And and sometimes that's blurry, and sometimes it's exactly what God wants you to accomplish. You just don't realize it is that. I mean, sometimes that that moment that you spend with somebody that you're looking at your watch, going, "Man, I've got two other appointments to get to. This is taking up my time." But that's a divine appointment that God wants you there for that purpose. And and so I think sometimes it's our mindset that we think that. We're not accomplishing anything for God, but we really are doing exactly what He wants us to do. We just don't look at it, <clears throat> look at it as such. And I and I agree. I mean, we've um I, I had to do a funeral in Albany this weekend, and um it was about just just under three hours, about two hours and forty eight minutes up there. And um me and Diane had a really good chance to just talk and communicate and, and connect again because we'd been struggling a little bit, like like you guys have been talking about. I mean, it seems like that's the first thing that Satan wants to attack is the family because that's what our relationship is patterned after is that mm-hmm. relationship, that marriage relationship. And so if, if, if Satan can attack that, then that's exactly where he wants to go is to attack and separate. And so <clears throat> I think we, we understand those attacks. We understand that God's greater. We understand greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And all those are great philosophical phrases that we go, oh yeah, okay. But then when it gets down to a, how do I apply that? Right. You know, that, that's, that's, the hard, that's the harder part. Yeah. Than just knowing. And, yeah. and I was, I was just studying for, of course, sermon after I got back Saturday night and we're going through the book of Philippians on our, on Sunday mornings. And so we come to Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ. And, and, you know, that's one of the verses that's taken out of context a lot. Yeah. That's a bumper sticker. Yeah, it is. We we snatch it out of the, out of its context, but really what Paul's talking about is he's in the, he's in a Roman prison. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know if he's going to get out or not. He's writing this to the Philippian believers to encouraging them to have joy in their affliction, in their process. And so what, what, what the context of that verse is, I can get through it through Christ. I can get through the hardships because we're going to have them. Mm -hmm. I can get through it with Christ's help. I can do all things through Christ. I can learn how to be content with the things that God has provided for me. And I clarified yesterday 
that that's not our relationship because he tells us to grow. We shouldn't be comfortable in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, that's a lot taken out of context a lot. Well, I'm just comfortable where I'm, I'm, I'm saved. I don't have to do anything else. Mm-hmm. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about stuff, mm-hmm. you know, to be content with what God has provided for us. And he says, I have learned to be content and I can do all things through Christ because my flesh doesn't want to do that. Right. <laughs> my flesh doesn't want to be content. My flesh wants more. And so I think the solution is, again, easier said than done, but but it, but it's total surrender to Christ. It's it's getting on our knees and and saying, God, I I know. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Christ Jesus. He's He's given us the victory. We've got to, you know, I'm not trying to be a name it and claim it type type person, but but we do have to claim that promise and go, okay, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna claim this in your in my life. Whatever I'm struggling with, whatever I'm going through, I'm giving it to you. I'm not going to pick it back up. You know, we talked about that before. I'm not going to mm-hmm. pick it back up. I'm not going to, you know, I'm a big music guy. Casting Crown sings a song that says that I don't lose my follow through between the altar and the door. Yeah. So often we do that. We we make a commitment. We get stirred. We hear a sermon. We go. We lay it at the feet of the cross. And then we pick it back up on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> And then we go to we go to lunch and we kind of do our own thing. We kind of pick it up on the and we don't leave it, leave it there. Right. And and I think learning that and that's hard because it has to be learned. It's not something that comes natural, but to learn to completely surrender and focus focus on Him because we can get through those trials, and we can have victory. We can claim the victory. I think Bob hit it on the <clears throat> on the head too when he said, you know, we don't we let him and you know, we don't surrender, we let the devil. Well, the devil made me do it. We know the devil's out there. We know there's spiritual warfare. We know that. Right. And so we sometimes just kind of chalk it up in our mind, okay, well, that's just what's going on. Mm-hmm. Without claiming the victory that God can can give us through that. Yeah, very true. Willis. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> just personally, uh, I feel like I'm kind of on an upswing. Uh, I've noticed the attacks in my life uh, have been a lot more <clears throat> mental uh, than, I guess, mental and spiritual, physical. It's the same body. But anyway, uh, I think we've all had the feeling of not doing enough or not doing enough for for God, you're not doing enough for your family. You're not doing enough anywhere in your life. Uh, and that's been a very evident thing to me in the last several months, close to a year probably. Uh, and especially hitting hard and highlighted uh, the last couple months whenever I started coming to Redeemer uh, that I was doing the wrong thing. That it was a false stirring that I needed to uproot my family from a church we've been going to faithfully for many years. Uh, And I was telling Coffee Mike that I just, I was speaking to an elder that was kind of like a father figure to me and just him saying that he understands and that he respects and sees what I'm doing and I'm not doing the wrong thing by leading my family because I listen to God. Uh, <clears throat> just trying to get back into a, a, a heart of 
serving uh kind of got uprooted to me about half a year ago uh and became very selfish and like oh i gotta take care of me i gotta do it it's not about me it's i need to serve my family i need to serve my wife and changing into that mindset of the last few weeks of getting off of my high horse of anger uh, definitely has taken the weight off to feel that downshift and going uphill. Uh, like, I don't feel like I should be here. Like, with broken record stuff, like, I feel like it's another thing is I don't feel like I have anything to contribute. Uh, you guys are very well-spoken. You may not think it. But that's like, I I just have to disagree real quick because you <laughs> well and I wasn't even talking about the very well spoke but you do have a place yeah. here yeah you know you do have and from the first you know first time that you were here and opening up and things like that sometimes I think that people feel like because I know I felt this way that I didn't have anything to offer and then you forget that sometimes you say you say something and it sparks yeah. It, it can spark a memory. It can spark something to even somebody else's feeling and they're not ready to say. Mm, this you sounds know. familiar. You know, but yeah, <laughs> you know, so you definitely have a place and a reason. God's, you know, Wait. God surrounded you by pe these people for a reason, just oh. like he did each and every one of us. Yeah, for sure. You know, And <clears throat> the evidence that I may not understand what God's doing in my life with Broken Records Ministries and what is really being going on and let me rephrase that how god's changing me and my family by just being obedient i don't i don't see the end of it i don't i don't see the path i can't deny that but i know it's i know it's right and the evidence of our validation for my wife that i've gotten is a couple days ago probably thursday wednesday or thursday uh, I was really the couple of days before she had told me this, I feel like I hadn't made any strides in getting better with anger or just reeling in. I don't really know what I'm trying to say, but getting control over that emotion and how much power it's had in my life for the last decade or so, if not more. Uh, but my wife said, oh, well, you last couple of weeks, you've seemed like less, far less irritable so much. So whenever her, she was hanging out with her cousin, having a play date stuff, uh, her cousin even mentioned, oh, Will doesn't seem as pissy anymore <laughs> since coming to. <laughs> well, that's always a good compliment. Like, <laughs> hey, thanks. And I just, that's an encouraging thing. It's a comical, but encouraging thing that. Right. Absolutely. Because sometimes you. You can go months, half a year, and you don't see your change. Mm -hmm. But other people should. Right. And it's great confirmation when you hear that feedback back to you because you're like, ah, I feel like I was that Dodge truck stuck in the snow. <laughs> Never. <laughs> It's, it was never it was stuck on wet grass. It was never on a dodge. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't get stuck on the side of the road. Like a no, it just broke down. 
<laughs> you must be talking about Fords. <laughs> what's on what's on your mind besides wanting to punch me in the face? <laughs> I I don't really I don't really know what to say. I mean, you've uh the three, four guys, five talk about you can count the wife thing. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> I'm trying to be encouraging, just like the verse says. Hush. <laughs> that was but, no, I might want to work on that. <laughs> I'm starting off slow, okay? Baby steps. I, uh, me and my wife, we used to have issues. But after like two years ago, we started, well, I can't say really issues because I submit. So, you know. Happy, you know, they always said that happy wife, happy life thing, but I don't even do that no more because it's two. Right. The two is one. So mm -hmm. it's happy spouse, happy house. So, um, that's a shirt. Could be. Or a bumper sticker, one of the two. That'll be available but on Broken from, No, I'm just, just to say for my marriage, the guys at this table, you are my, my guide. Okay, I sit here and I listen, and either I'm blind to it or I don't want to believe it. Because if I feel like I'm in a bad way, I think of all of you all. And that's what encourages me. So we're saying? faking it. That's what you're saying. <laughs> if, if you're faking it or if I'm just totally blind and naive... It's what I it's what I feel in my heart. You know, if I feel like lashing out or something, I'm like, what would Mike do? What would Ronnie do? How would Phil or Phil? When did we Carl? What did we when did we get a Phil? What did Carl do? How how would well, you guys see. I sit Welcome, there Phil? Yeah. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> but anyway, I sit there and think, what would they tell me? <laughs> I, and that's what I do. I sit there and I think, what would they tell me? You know, and it helps me. That's what helps me. That's what helps me get through. Because I felt the same way Will felt. And I still do for certain, for certain aspects of this group. Everybody here has a, has a certain field, so to say, that they can do. You know, but for me, I'm the hands. That's how I, that's what I do. You so know, that's your field. I might, yeah. When it comes to the brain side, I let you all have it. <laughs> yeah. I can fix that's that's why, not we, it. that's why we pass it off to people that aren't around this table. Yeah, not, I can fix not it. things. I can build things, you know. But when it like I said, I've heard a lot of marriage stuff, but when it comes to my marriage, you know, like I said, I do submit to my wife's every wish. She is my life. <clears throat> like Bob said, I mean, she's my best friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I try not to give her anguish because if I do, it gives me. And then it puts me in a bad spot. And I don't like it. I don't like the way it makes me feel because not only does it bring it out on her, but it brings it out on the way I treat people. Yeah, that ripple, that ripple effect. And it makes me feel like crap, and I hate it. And then I got to call somebody and say, hey, 
this is how I'm feeling. What do I do? But I mean, that's when we say suck it up, buttercup. Right? Pretty much. <laughs> and, you know, just the 23rd with you all guys showing up at my house. I was done that day. I was going home and I was going to soak in sorrow. That was my plan. And you ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry not sorry at least you didn't soak in a bubble bath yeah. yeah so and see and that was kind of the thing is if you wanted to do that that's fine we just wanted to surround you with love that's it and no if you wanted to sit and soak and cry all day absolutely do it you know it's okay but you're just surrounded by people that love you just like hopefully we all feel Every time we're around the table, even though we give each other grief and whatever, if we stop doing it, that's when we know there's an issue. Now see, that's, I feel a lot of love, yeah. Yeah. brother. See? And that's what I was saying. When I feel like I'm in that bad spot and I want to lash out, I think of Jesus. I think of that walk to where he carried his cross. And then I think of you all. And it helps me. It redirects me. And if I didn't have it, who knows where I'd be. And that's just, that's about all I got. <laughs> Thank you, Forrest. That's wonderful. <laughs> Carl, it's me or you. I don't know what to say, man. Like I'm I'm exhausted right now, to be honest. I've spent the past couple of days watching my grandma die. Um and my grandparents were foundational for me. Um, I don't, I guess I don't feel super attacked. That's probably because God's cushioning me a little bit. Cause that's, that's a lot. Um, been thinking a lot about ducks recently. Ducks. God speaks to me in themes a lot. So when something comes up repeatedly, I know there's something he wants me to learn from it. I was driving through the park the other day and there was these geese out there. But it wouldn't get out of your way. Well, the geese were fine. Oh. They were being very polite. They were over by the side of the road. There was one duck with them, and it like walked right out in front of me and just stood there staring at me right in the middle of the road. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to get by here. So I like, like creep over to the side, and then it like takes three steps over to get right in front of the vehicle and looks at me again. Like every time, no matter which direction I would go, it like go in that direction, and just stare at me. Did you I'm like, yeah, dude, it was it was ridiculous. It must have been that white one. It? No, it was what, like a mallard. Was it the yeah. was it the only duck? Yeah. No, he, see, he, he didn't even know what he is. So that's I mean, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's very confused. <laughs> Ever since then, like the, the the topic of ducks kept coming up, and I really didn't know why. And uh, I was driving home Thursday to to see Grandma and Grandpa, and I they're in Hannibal, so it's a it's a decent drive from here. But I, I knew what nursing home they were in. She's in hospice. And, uh, but I didn't know how to get there. I'd never, I'd never been there before. And I got like halfway through Hannibal and it hit me. Like, I didn't even figure out where this is at. Cause I, I have no idea where I'm going. Like I'm almost, I'm almost there. I have no idea where the turnoff is. So I'm like right by the armory. So I turn in real quick so I can park somewhere and find it on my GPS. There's a park back there and I completely forgot that it existed. It's called Huckleberry park. It's got a, it's got a lake with ducks and, uh, I crest over the hill and I had, <laughs> I hadn't thought of this in years. I'd completely forgotten about it. And uh, there's this one picnic table there, still there. 
And I, I see that picnic table and this memory hits me. I could see it, guys, like it just happened yesterday. I remember this time that my, I went with my grandparents there and we spent the whole day there. We had KFC and we were feeding the ducks biscuits. <laughs> and uh, with or without honey, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not good for me either way. Um, and grandpa remembered it too. And he, he mentioned it and I could, I could picture it. Like there was a point where he like took a piece of a biscuit and put it right behind where my grandma was sitting. So this duck came up behind her and like grabbed the biscuit and, and like got a piece of her too. The duck gooster. <laughs> I could see the look on her face and everything. And it was just, it was so beautiful how God works because she's, she's on her deathbed. She's non-responsive really. Um, I, I kind of gotten, I love you out of her a couple of times, but I wouldn't have really known what she was saying. And grandpa not been there. He could understand. Uh, she kind of recognized, I mean, she did recognize me, but she was in and out. Uh, not a good way to remember somebody. But uh, five minutes before I get there, God gives me that memory. Five minutes before. But as far as like what we're talking about, how the enemy strikes, you know, he's like a hyena, man. He, he attacks you most viciously when you're wounded. And right now I'm wounded. And I, I even talked to you, Ronnie, yesterday. I just honestly, you know, when, when ducks swim on the surface, they look so serene. They just, they just glide across the water, like real nice and, and, and steady. But if you look beneath the surface, their, their feet are just paddling furiously. That's kind of what I feel like sometimes. I feel like inside I'm just paddling furiously, just, just trying to get along. Um, and on the surface, somehow God's letting me just look kind of serene, you know? That's what it kind of feels like sometimes. It feels like, and it's just my flesh, but I'm just, everybody else is being honest, so I'll be honest too. Sometimes it feels like you're working your butt off for the kingdom so somebody else can get paraded on a stage and have wreaths thrown at them and celebrated like they're doing so many great and grand things. I'm not saying they're not, but it's like I'm here working my butt off and people act like I don't exist. Hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I get tired of that. And the enemy knows I'm tired of that. And he hits me with it. And he hit me with it this week because I'm weak and wounded. And it just, it's not that I want attention. You and I have talked about that, Bob. That's not what I'm saying. But sometimes it's nice to know that you're seen. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's nice to know that you're appreciated. And I just don't feel that sometimes. I've sent on the back every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. Or even just the attaboy. They're just... Every once in a while. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at, I guess. So now I guess it's me, huh? Apparently. You the last one, Ronnie? Mm-hmm. Mm. It didn't matter was what. <laughs> a couple of episodes ago, maybe last episode, I talked about, when we talked about our cup, whenever that was, right? Last week, I think. <clears throat> Week four. See, never count on me for memories. Um, I felt like my cup was empty until we went to that concert and like I let stuff go. And like Carl said, I felt like on the outside, I looked cool as a cucumber. But on the inside, I was like drowning. Just waiting to put the cup under the fountain and push the button and let it refill. And so we go to the concert 
and I was there, but not there until we walk in. And then I just was like sponge Bob as to where I'm just like soaking everything in. Have a smooth right? Ronnie. Smooth. <laughs> and I felt my, I felt everything pour back into me. I felt him pour back into me and I got joy out of something that I normally don't get joy out of. And then next week happens, right? Mm -hmm. And like, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. <clears throat> and then there's a thing that happened and I'm not going to go into super detail, but it was like Carl, the word Carl used earlier was like bittersweet. Right? Like it was like, I know it's not about me. Like I didn't, I, I didn't want the thing anyway. But it was just other things. So to me, that was old me rising back up. And the stupid one, just pressing a button. I know that big red button. I know your big red button. Yeah, you feel that? You like that? You feel that? You like that? Oh, I bet you don't like that. Here, I won't press it harder this time. So much so, and I don't do this often, hardly ever, is that I text Mike in in the sermon that we that we were in. Like I got my phone and texted him, and I was like, you know, I, I know this is wrong. Not a that I had my phone, <laughs> but. The last time I felt so angry, superficially angry, was three years prior when I saw a stupid slideshow or a slide flyer on the announcements that fueled, I turned that anger into fuel for, to get us all on board for the first conference. Right. And like, I was like, why? Like, I just was happy go lucky. Everything's fine. Everybody's fine. Mike's mm -hmm. <laughs> famous words. Yeah. Fine. And, yep. and then all of a sudden, big red button gets pushed for no reason. Like, coming 24 hours later, it's still childish of me kind of if i'm looking back at myself but then a part of it too was like the like carl said we're working our butt off to do this one thing and you're waving your hand you're like hey i'm over here just a a thanks or pat on the back and which is weird to me because I'm super independent and some might say bully, bullheaded. Yeah, I, th I think you're right with the bully. Yeah, yeah you, you got to stop with the bully. Part. So, like, I usually don't need that affirmation, like, hardly at all. And that's the old me, right? And just for that split 10, 15 minutes, it was it all came crashing back and that was not nice and not 
So much so, like, my wife was doing kids' church, and so she wasn't even setting with me. And she knew what was going to, the whole thing. And so she texted me, knowing that I probably wouldn't see it until after, but I just got done texting Mike. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yes, I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Famous last words. And she was like, okay, but are you? Yeah. And and the reality is like, I am. But it's those buttons that keep getting pushed all the time. It's the ones he knows how to push. Yeah. And once you think, for me anyway, once I think I'm over that hump and the the cup is rust over and. Yep. <laughs> that like, exactly it's just like, here it is again. Oh, yeah. And it's not a subtle. Oh, no. Nothing subtle about it. Like, I'm going to s- sneak in. And he has before, like a thief in the night. It's more of the I've come to devour part right like in whatever you've built or you've helped him build god that is i'm going to come in and throw doubt in and i'm going to destroy it in like 10 seconds and i think that we need to remind each other as we're going through all of this even if we're feeling it and feeling the attacks of why we're being attacked and I truly believe it's because of the things that we're doing, the things that we're, you know, getting ready to do at the conference and the, you know, the people that are being brought in. And, um, you know, the, I think that just the testimonies, the word, the everything that's going to happen for, you know, his purpose, that's why we're being attacked. Like we are, I believe it, you know, and, and I'm, like I said, that's more for me because I'm trying to figure out ways to, you know, ward off and, and not even get to that, you know, and, um, you know, like Bob had said, he, you know, sometimes is yelling out or rebuking you, you know, and I, and, and I do that too. And then I caught myself really thinking about it. And I was like, well, I, I didn't even do that until like the third thing was gone. Mm. You know what I mean? So now I feel like I'm at my wits end and I'm like, wait a minute, like I got to get that in the first one, you know, but then like you said, Ronnie, it's the, okay hit on the job then he you know he's like okay he he's kind of past that he's okay you know because like i said doesn't define me then he's gonna really he hit me where it hurt my marriage you you know and stuff so but i think that we need to remind each other constantly and and not in a boastful way but that we are doing good things that we appreciate each other you know, Carl, the, everything that you've done to get ASAP preach and everything, I respect the heck out of it because I think, man, I would either a be so subtle about it that they'd be like, I don't think I want to go to anything this guy's pulling off, <laughs> <laughs> or I would be such a fanboy that they'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm really not going to anything this, this guy's doing. Guy. You know, like, yeah, yeah, just send me to a little town. Yeah, and see, I've seen that movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so you know. Yeah, well, I got a got a truck with a trap in the. I mean, uh, uh you know, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hear the Cuban bandit. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, um, 
you know, and it, it's, but it's, it is, it's everything that everybody does that I respect so much and that I'm just so grateful to be a part of in all of this. And, uh, you know, like Ron, it's a, it, I look and, and I need to get into the habit that Ron has of when I'm, when I'm feeling like this, well, well if, if I just reached out, A, I need to get better about that. You know, just reaching Man. out, you know, and just, hey, this is what's going on. Did it instead of just a, hey, I'm being attacked, need some prayers, you know, but be specific, be open and transparent, you know, because I mean, I've told you all stuff that most of my family doesn't even know. So I, I've never one time felt judged, you know, so I got to get past that. But I also want to get to the point of Ron and being like, hey, like, if I did call, you know, what, what would Carl say? What would Bob say? What would Micah say? You know, anybody. What would Phil say? Yeah. There you go. No, I'll find, I'll professor. find him. I'll, I'll find him somewhere. There you go. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry, Carl. Because <laughs> I had you in my mind and for some reason Phil came out. I'm sorry. You can be a Dr. Phil. I think you're okay, yeah. Ron. Yeah. It might be the 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 picture with the, the monocle. Monocle that got me. Yeah. I look like a Phil in that picture. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Um, you know, but I do. I need to get into that habit of, you know, as much as I, I self-deprecate, you know, I need to I need to remind myself, and my wife reminded me of this. I need to find some affirmation of how God feels about me. Because I spent a majority of my life thinking I wasn't good enough for God's love. Me too. You know, so and that's, again, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to overcome in just a few years when you spent over 40 feeling like that and telling yourself that and, and everything, you know, but I need to remind myself of that. And I think we need to remind each other too. Yeah. Just like Will said earlier, he didn't feel that he was changing, mm -hmm. but people around him could see it. Yeah. I'm in that same boat. I can't see myself. You know, I told Mike for a couple of years when he first started bowling, I can tell you how to bowl. I can tell you how to fix it. But when it comes to myself, I can't see myself. Right. So whatever I'm doing wrong, I'm lost unless I have somebody around me that can see what's going on to get me back to where I need to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I can see everybody around me, but I'm blind to myself. I can't even see myself in a mirror. You know, I can look at myself and I know who I am, but do I? Mm -hmm. I think that's called the Chikahari mirror. Steph would know. It's a psychological, mm -hmm. psychological thing. There's, how you see yourself, how others see yourself. And how I want to be seen. That, yeah. Those are the three parts. Yes. No. And Kara. I, I didn't say, I don't think I said that right, Ryan. Is it Jahara or Jakara? I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. I know what you're talking about. But that's, that's, that's the thing we all go through every day. We just don't know we're using a psychological thing. Mm -hmm. They've identified that process and that's what, the, what it's called. <laughs> I'm gonna stop now before you guys fall asleep. So, ah. but oh, right. that's that's just what I struggle with. I mean, <laughs> I can see what's going on, and I can talk about it, but when it comes to my personal self, that's why I say, what I mean, I either I reach out, or I'm like, well, what would Mike say? What would Ronnie say? Just like I was saying, how would they act? How would they, you know? And even. If the way I think they would act is not the way they would act, 
for the most part, it's always on the positive side, so it helps me to act correctly. It's hard to see how special it is what God's doing for you individually because it does it happens incrementally and it happens by his power. So it's not something that we do. We be like, oh, look at this, the look at the action steps I put into place to get me where I'm at today. It's just something that God does inherently. I'm gonna bring it back to ducks. Sorry. Quite quite. This is something else that popped up through this this weird experience, but it was something that Faith had said probably a year ago and I wrote it down and I forgot about it too, but I just happened to find it. She said, ducks can swim, but they don't take lessons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's that's so insightful from a five-year-old. So I wrote yeah. that down and like I meditated about that for a long time. And it's like, that's a picture of what he does for us. It's like the inherent power. You don't teach a duck to swim. They're just programmed to. It's, it's that inherent creative power. They don't see anything special in it, though. The duck has no idea that what they're doing is special and inherent based upon a, a created power from the Most High that, that instilled that in them. It's the same for us. You know, we don't go from the old self to the new self because we did something super awesome in ourselves. He does it for us. He transforms us and, and, and <clears throat> teaches us how to swim. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah. just inherently. Um, sometimes we need other people around us to show us how special that is and how special we are to him. Now, I also think it's important to remember that, you know, a lot of these, these things, are, even though it's from the evil one, um, very often it's a test from God himself. That was something that hit me a couple of days ago. So I had to go back. I not had to. I went back home Saturday. Um, I spent the whole day at the nursing home. And, and that was draining, uh, especially because she was completely non-responsive then. Um, anyway, I, just, I had to preach the next day. I didn't know how I was going to get through that. I woke up and I told Steph, I'm like, I don't think I can do this. And she's like, yeah, you can. He, he, he's with you. If he wants you to do it, he's, he's with you. Um, and it was kind of funny because I'd asked you, Bob, two weeks before mm-hmm. to tag team with me. And I didn't know at the time like how, how things were going to spiral for me and how much right. I would really need that. God's perfect timing, you know, perfect. and I just, uh, I think I just needed you there knowing that if I couldn't do it, that you'd be there, the, the, almost like a crutch. I think God knew I would need that just psychologically just to help me get through. But uh, after that, and I even told Steph, like, I, I think I'm going to be tested. I think I'm about to be tested. Like I could just feel it. And uh, I mean, they offered, they offered for me to take that place over. Like I was point blank off to be pastor there. And you know, I talked to Steph, and I'm like, I think God's, I think God's letting me put my money where my mouth is, because I've said for how long that I don't think the current structure of a single person at the top is healthy for the body or for the person at the top. I think it's better to have uh, uh, multiple leaders, shepherds, teachers, um, um, and I, 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 I don't want to chase numbers. You know what I mean? And. I think God tested me with, okay, are you really willing to follow through with that? Or do you want to take the credit for yourself? You know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's, it's wrong to be in that position, so don't take what I'm saying that way, Bob or Micah, because you've both been in that position. But I'm like, I, you know, and I told him, I'm like, I think I have a, I, I, I feel led to help. I don't feel led right now to take it over, though. I have a plan that I want to talk to some people about to help you, but that's where we're at now. And he's like, okay. And then went home and I'm like, you know, I just, I, I told Steph, I really think I'm being tested. And then the next day, Ronnie, that thing that you brought up, 
I don't want to get specific, but you know, we talked about that and I'll be honest, that's what went through my head. I'm like, like, my goodness, I can't even get a follow-up face-to-face, sit down with somebody in this church. You know what I mean? Like I can barely get somebody to answer a text message from me. I feel like I'm getting shoved into the corner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's the stuff that went through my head. I'll be honest with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know, I know what it was. It was the evil one coming in and being like, yeah, like you want the numbers. The numbers would be a lot better. You don't want to be, you don't want to be preaching in front of a, of a crowd of 10. You want to be the next big thing. Yeah. You do. Yeah. In your flesh. Kind of do. Yeah. You kind of do. And the enemy knows it. And he's, he's going to tweak that. And that's when you have a choice to make of what you're going to pursue. Are you going to pursue what God has for you, the path that he's laid out for you? Or are you going to try to force something different for yourself and just call it God's will? <laughs> and uh, I mean, I think that's a test that he's going to put a lot of us through if he hasn't already. Mm-hmm. I think it's an important, it's, it's an important test to pass. I want to graduate already. Like I'm done, mm-hmm. guys. I'm done with some tests. You'll never graduate. I know, yep. but I'm done Ever. with the tests. Yep. <laughs> Tell me, Mikey, you'll never yeah. graduate. You'll always learn something. I know. I know. There's always a learning curve there. And I want to, you know, just in case somebody's listening, I just want to make it clear. Those are just thoughts that the, the enemy put in my head. Yeah, agreed. It's not that it was fair to anybody. It's not that, that it was it was necessarily relevant. You know what I mean? It's just just how I felt. Mm. It's like I told you, Ronnie, I can't help how I feel in the moment. I just need to vent it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need to get it out to somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't pour it out in the wrong way and it doesn't fester into a root of bitterness. Right. So yep. Final thoughts. Let's pull the needle off this record. Willis? You go first, and we'll go around the table that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. First on the spot to close the spot, I guess. <laughs> I got nothing. Yep. After all that, you got nothing? <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> crickets. I got something. It's just, it's not coming, but maybe it's not ready. Pull the finger. See if that'll help. <laughs> Micah, Bob, pass him that mic, please. Absolutely. I think we've kind of hit it that the devil will attack where we're weak. And we all get weak. I mean, we're we're flesh. And it's like what Mike said earlier. I, I was reminded when he was talking about, you know, the devil knows that there's big things coming, that God wants to do great things through you if you surrender to him. And so he wants to tear that down. And so I thought of, you know, when he was talking about that, I thought about Paul and Barnabas. Here they are. They, they're they sent out. The body of believers, they're Antioch. They, they lay hands on him. They pray for him. They're charged up. They're ready to go out. And when they go out, the first thing they encounter is a sorcerer. <laughs> so here they're spiritually charged up. You know, they're ready to go. They've they've been prayed about. They got the backing of the body of believers. They're ready to go. And they're encouraged. And then first thing right out right out the gate, right in them, right as they begin their ministry, they encounter a sorcerer. And so there's going to be those there. But but we also have to remember what I said earlier. And I know it sounds like a, just a catchphrase, but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. He's given us the power. God is more powerful than Satan. Mm-hmm. God is all powerful. Satan is a powerful being, but he's not all powerful. Satan is a created being by the almighty God mm-hmm. who disobeyed and fell. And so he has no power. He has no authority when it comes to God. 
Mm-hmm. And so he, the only power that he has, the only authority that he has is what God allows him to have because he's the prince of the power of the world. And so he's given us the strength to overcome that. And, and we can, but it does take each other. That's why that's the importance of the, of this verse to, to build each other up and encourage each other and to stick by each other because we need that encouragement. You know, I, if I was going to load a, a bucket of bricks from one place to another, I could probably do it by myself, but if I asked you guys to help me, it would go a lot faster and a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what ministry is about. It's not about going it alone. It's about doing it, doing it together. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't pass that off. But you had me pass it off a minute ago. Yeah. Well, All right. now Micah right. passed it back. I know. <laughs> There's no give backs. <laughs> you know that? That's right. You should put it back on the front of Will. Like, here you go. Actually, I'm just going to, I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 12, verses 9 and 10. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of for the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For then, for when I am weak, then I am strong. So, I guess my final thought would be: uh, <clears throat> when you're feeling weak, you're feeling defeated. When you're feeling inadequate, because I don't like the other word. Mm-hmm. When you, uh, when you think that uh, you're doing nothing for God or when you think you're doing nothing to show people who he is, in that weakness, He his power is showing so much. His light is show, shining real bright. You just can't see it because you're in the moment. You're in your pity party. Our poster boy up there tells us that. <laughs> that would be Ronnie for those who... Don't know this isn't video. Mm-hmm. It's so, audio. I would say when you're feeling that way, just remember who's got your back and who's in control of all of it. You know, and then I'm today old on just learning that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so Ron. First off, uh Carl. I'm sorry for what you're going through. And obviously I I I feel like I feel what you're going through. I know. So the only thing I can do is give you a is to say a a verse that's on here of encouragement. Okay. And it says, We are you are where God wants you to be at this very moment. Every experience is a part of his divine divine plan so with that being said i mean like i said i know where you're at i've definitely been there and without the encouragement of god i don't know if i'd still be sitting here urban legend mike <clears throat> yeah okay well i'm sitting and listening to everybody th- talk i and Acts chapter 2 again came to my head about the community. Monday night, 
I know we come here to talk about God, spread the word, get the word out there, get the gospel out there. But it's more than that for me, because that's that's important. That's that's our main thing, to reach those that aren't being reached. But for me, this is a therapy session. Every single time I come, it speaks to the strength of community, of the group of men that I'm involved with. I don't, I'm like Chrome Dome over there. I don't reach out when I should. And I say things like, yeah, I'm fine. Correct. <laughs> thank you, Ron, for that affirmation that I wasn't looking for, but thank you. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, text is, is great. It's very helpful. But sometimes you can't read somebody in text. Because you, 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 sometimes somebody texts is texting real quick, short and sweet, or somebody doesn't get back to you. So then you start wondering, have I offended somebody? And you worry about that because it's a brother of yours that you, the last thing you want to do is offend somebody, mm. you know, because mm -hmm. you love them. You don't, you, you don't want them to be offended. You don't want them to be hurting. The human side of you, the flesh side, wants to take that pain away from them, but we can't do that. We can't do it. We can comfort them, be, have empathy towards them, but we can't we can't solve it. So my final thought is when you find yourself there, because that's what I'm trying to do, I'm failing at miserably, I'd like to say. My first question anymore is God, what is it you want me to do? How am I to behave? Those are my first questions. So yeah, I remember getting upset the other day. Well, it's been a while now. We had to cancel on a Monday night. I was so jacked up I couldn't see straight. I was so mad. And I'm thinking, why, why am I, why am I, after I step back, why am I so mad? Because I felt like I was being cheated away from time with my brothers. This is, you know, Monday night, this is what I do. This is where I come. This is where I pour my heart out on the, on the microphone in hopes that it may touch somebody, that what I say comes from God and it touches somebody's life. That'd be great. That's the ultimate hope. You know, so for me, it's all about the guys around you and get out of your own head. Because I spend all day in my own head, every single day. Thank you again, Ron, for the affirmation. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Oh, you're going to nod your head, but I can see it. So I'll remind you, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> no. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> so, in other words, you made your own. <laughs> I guess I did. So I guess that's my final thought. All right. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. The Mighty Duck Phil. <laughs> Mighty Duck Phil. <laughs> Would you like to go? Quack, Just quack. Say so about ducks. Quack, quack. Wow. Quack. quack. This quack, is quack. the turtle. You remember the turtle? You brought the turtle off? Or, yeah. or the camel that stuck his head in, in the tent? I like that one, too. Camel's good, yeah. Camel's a good one. <laughs> My favorite's the turtle. Uh, me, too. That's why I wanted to call you a turtle. Ducks no, are turtling on me, though. Right and, now. and it never never took. I like yeah. frog and scorpion myself. Yeah, that was a good one, too. <laughs> At least it wasn't a soccer story. That's how a lot of stupid animal allergies have. Uh, yeah, but it's all... But I, it's all make sense. Sense. I wouldn't consider them stupid, but... Yeah, yeah. Carl, I really <laughs> think... I really think the final thought... Once again, this is an audio stuff. broadcast. Major <laughs> <laughs> Professor Doolittle. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's it. Listen, God talks it. to different people different ways. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Crazy. So, uh, speaking, um, you didn't give the topic just for those listening. It was just, it was, and that was funny too, because I, 
I was a hair's breadth away from texting and being like, I'm not coming tonight. I, I don't want to be there. Might just drive back home again. Um, use that as an excuse. I really just don't want to talk. And in the middle of me, like, kind of praying, what do you want me to do? God, <laughs> I know I'm supposed to ask you, what, what, what do you want me to do? Uh, you send the message out. Um, what's the topic from, for Monday night? Show up and find out. Like right after that, show up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. But anyway, I didn't know what the topic was. Today, we were, uh, the kids were out of school. So I was getting ready to feed my baby, Naomi, and uh, Faith and I were praying with her. And Faith likes to lead prayer. And she's never prayed this before. But at the end of the prayer, she goes, keep mommy safe from the demon. Mm. Like, what did you just say? Because <laughs> uh, I've never said that. And you haven't heard anybody say that. And she repeated it. And I'm like, why did you pray that? And she's like, I don't know. I go, okay. And I kind of just filed that away. Like, I hope that didn't mean anything. But <laughs> it felt in the moment like it probably did. Uh, and I got coffee. I have this coffee cup that says, don't tread on me. And it's got the, it's like the yellow, don't tread on me flag. I actively don't use it. I haven't used it for a long time. I don't like the snake on it anymore. So I, I, I don't like drinking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes suck. <laughs> I agree. Snakes bad. Uh, <laughs> your snake analogy. <laughs> I had no other coffee cup clean. I, I scoured, looked everywhere, trying to find something else to use, but I couldn't find anything. That's because I had one of them for a week. I have that one back. <laughs> it's not your fault. And actually, now that I think about it, I had that, and I could have used that one, but I didn't think about it. But anyway, I wanted one I could microwave. That was it. That one's metal. Uh, so I, I use that coffee cup and I have it sitting there. Faith's five. She can't read. Not not well enough to know what's on that cup. She comes up to me out of nowhere. She has this little pamphlet. This was not long before I came here, like a couple, three hours before I came here to record. And she goes, what, what, when do you want to dance to Don't Tread on Me? What? <laughs> dance to what? What did you say? Don't Tread on Me. Where did you hear that? And she was like, we danced to it at, at kids' church. Oh, yes. I'm like, okay, that's an actual song. Don't tread on me. I'm like, do you know, I can ask her, like, do you know what coffee cup I'm using? Mm. And she was like, what? <laughs> Gave me the same thing back. What? What are you talking about? It's a song. She's like, listen, crazy dad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I look up this song on YouTube and she points it. She's like, yeah, that's it. That's the one right there. She recognized it because I think it's the same YouTube video they used. This is one of the lyrics in that song. Get on out of here. Get on up and leave. Ain't no devil gonna tread on me. Mm -hmm. He's choking on the blood that ran down the tree. Ain't no devil gonna tread on me. And then come here, and this is the topic. <clears throat> and it's that really, was my day. And it's really amazing watching all them kids sing that song. Oh, it yeah. is because they get right into it. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. I, I, and kids' churches where I heard it for the first time, I was like, mm -hmm. "Who picked this song?" I'm talking. Oh yeah, kid picked it. Slapping their hands and they're stomping their feet and they're doing all the actions. That's mm -hmm. just phenomenal. The reason I shared that is it was clearly from God. Yeah, very clearly a message from Him. The way all of this lined up, and I think it's important to remember because on top of all this, a brother of mine from Africa, right after I finished listening to the last B side that we did, the Philly Faith one, where I'm sharing about all the the, the miraculous stuff that God the miracles, did in Philly. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
he five minutes after I finished that, he sends me just one line. Power is in God. Mm. What? <laughs> I'm like, what can tell you to send that? He's like, I got it breathed in my spirit three times and I felt like I needed to send it to you right then and there. That's what we need to remember. Even when we're being attacked by the evil one, like Micah said, he may have power, but he's not all powerful. The power is in God. The authority is in Jesus Christ. There is nothing and no one above that. And we have got to remember that. We've got to claim that. We've got to stand upon that. He gives us the right to stand upon his power and his authority. He allows us to have the right to stand upon his power and authority. We need to declare that to the evil one when he comes. Will God allow him to come and test us? Yes, mm-hmm. he will. And we need to be mindful of that and pass those tests. But we also need to be mindful that God is supreme. He's all powerful. He's a good, good father. He cares about us. And when his light enters the room, the darkness inherent in the evil one burns away, period, every single time. And we need to stand upon that. Don't ever forget it. Still love to follow Carl. Good. (laughs) Glad you got to follow him and I don't. (laughs) Um, I, I think, I think mine is just, you know, iron sharpens iron and, you know, we're, we're called to be here. We're called to be together. Let's not ever forget that we are, but also let's not forget that we're no matter what, but one of the biggest things I take away from here is that from the shortest to the longest walk with Jesus in this room you can see there's a lot of the same problems, you know, there's a lot of the same issues. There's a lot of the same, um, things that are being attacked and everything else. So we're never alone in it. You know, obviously we know we have God and when we sometimes feel like we're too small for God, which we aren't, but he's put people in our lives that are also there for us. I have three. Oh, great. I mean, three final uh, yeah. thoughts. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm impressed that you have three thoughts. I had so you have a thought, a penultimate thought, and a final thought. That's yeah. what you have. Yeah. Just, okay. Just clarifying. Yeah, whatever Carl I, I had one. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. And then I don't even know how to pronounce most of that stuff. <laughs> Will, what Will said reminded me of something, and then what Mike said reminded me of something else. You're talking about Will's final thought, right? Because, no. okay, I just want to make sure. I'm like, man, wasn't checking tape. You heard thought, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, what Will's conversation earlier <sighs> reminded me of something. <clears throat> My first one is the original one that I was going to use is the world doesn't read the Bible, but they read us. Hmm. So, mm. show them that way. It's the only way I got, bro. <laughs> and then some stranger somewhere remembers you because you were kind to them. You might not see them again. They might not even know your name. But your actions spoke louder. And then for you, Chrome Dome, as Coffee Mike likes to call you. Even though there are days I wish I could change some things that happened in the past, there's a reason the rear view mirror is so small and the windshield is so big. 
where you're headed is much more important than what you've left behind. Ouch. Mm. You know, the Chrome Dome is a term of perfection nice. for him, right? That was like, it is. Uh, good, Ronnie. It is perfection. Somebody tell you that one? No. Because that's deep. Well, then you know somebody, uh, like I grabbed it from somewhere. Asshole. <laughs> it's deep. I want to add something to that just because of how on the nose it is. I was talking um, yesterday, no. Um, yesterday yeah. of this recording. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday, October 1st. Sorry, because 23. Right? Yeah. 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 It's October 2nd. Yeah. That's it's what time? Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. follows one, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty quick like that, Bob. Yeah, you are. Do you ever regret inviting me to this? No. It was an urban legend. That was just a myth. No, I was, uh, um, I can't remember when I found out, like my, my friend from Uganda messaged me uh, at some point before, I think before service. And uh, he was asking how I was doing and everything. And I asked him how he was. And I didn't know, I knew that people were praying for him, but, I didn't reach out and find out why, but he and his wife lost their child. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't realize it. And I'm like, well, as soon as I get out of service today, it's like I gotta I gotta preach. It was right before service. I gotta preach here in a little bit. As soon as I get done, I'll call you and we'll pray together. He said, Okay, brother. And I called him. And, you know, I I kind of expected to be like ministering to him, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was more worried about me and and what I was going through than anything. And like he was he was like, you know, it's been really hard, but you know, by the grace of God, we're 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 learning to stand again. And he said, we just have to remember, because I shared some things with him, but then he was like, We just have to remember that God has a path for us. And no matter how difficult it is. We know that things happen for a reason. We've got to keep moving forward on that path and not look back. Mm -hmm. It was directly in line with your final thought. It was just maybe I should so powerful. Him. Maybe should what? Maybe I should call him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe you should. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Seriously. And to his notion, when he said, do you regret inviting him? Mm-hmm. Just on that note, that's kind of an off note. It intimidated the heck out of me, Carl. Mm -hmm. When Ronnie said that you were coming to the Broken Record side after listening to the Philly side, mm -hmm. it intimidated me so bad. I thought, I thought once Carl came in, I would be out <laughs> because it would be above me. And don't get me wrong, I still feel... You know, sometimes, but that's because Carl's a tall buff. Yes, that's it. Mean yep, yep. person. I like his boots. Thank, thank goodness this is audio. Only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, I like the boots. Yeah, I mean, wore. and that scarf he wore around his neck. I always like that. It's a shemag. It's, it's just very the, fashionable. Uh, thank you. It's just the uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, Bob? Hi. <laughs> oh, gosh dog it I just thought that was going to be way out of place way yeah. out of place with the 
intellect side, I guess, that Carl brings. That's why we sit on this side. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dummy, the dummy side. I guess I know I'm moving next over, week. For you, but for me, Carl's going to be at a table by himself next week. <laughs> Mike is like, join this band too. Yeah. <laughs> but since he has come, the insight has been, I've, I mean, Sometimes it gets me, and I got to think about it for a while. But overall, it has helped me quite a bit, and I thank you for that. That means a lot. Thank you. So, in other words, you're saying, and everybody else. So, in other mm. except for Coffee Mike, Iron Sharpens oh, Iron. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just wow. kidding. Just kidding, Coffee Mike. <laughs> you know, Iron Sharpens Iron. That's the tattoo I have on my arm. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you got on your arm. I know you were with. It's me. also a Bible verse. Why do you think I put it there? I don't yeah. But you got that. I, th- I just on. thought we were throwing out random yeah. stuff. So he's got that tattooed on his arm. Iron sharp as iron, but how's cotton sharp and iron? It shines it up. That's how you saw. No, okay. <laughs> Bob, okay. Somebody, please pray us out. Bob, pray us out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can after that comment. <laughs> All right, ready? Most gracious heavenly Father, uh, Father, we just uh, I thank you for the men around this table, Father. Father, I know that uh, I know we give each other a hard time, yes, but you know deep down and to the root of it, Father, we know that you love us, and Father, we know that we love each other. We try to keep each other accountable, even though we do give each other a hard time, but it's all in fun because if one of us needed the others they would be there in a heartbeat mm-hmm. father and we thank you for that i thank you for the community that you've given me from these guys i thank you for the support that you've given me father you know you know what we need you know who we need around us and father we thank you for that i just pray father that we can just go out and just be more mindful of you this week just uh, allow us to stay focused on you stay focused on what we're supposed to do for you. Father, we thank you. We praise you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. Singing glory, yeah, amen. Singing glory.